I'm supposed to start this one. Right? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on a good one right now. So I am kind of still overhearing that we're in a hard market because, yeah, okay, yeah, we are. Whatever. There's nothing you can do about it. I think people just feel good when you say, I know we're in a hard I, I feel like it justifies why they just suck right now. Yeah, but you know that you and I are not that kind of – like, we're not going to wallow. We wallowed for one day. Remember we were all depressed one day? We were just like, ah, like what now? And then we got over it. Then we said, okay. I was excited. You were just down. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow. (laughs) Don't admit your true feelings. Right? Oh, have you ever seen – Hey, but have you ever seen yourself with no coffee in the morning? Oh, man, you guys (laughs) – I didn't know I was addicted to coffee until one day I came in here without having drank coffee. I had a headache. I was cranky. Oh, it was bad, dude. I it was, was like, bad. it was bad. Like that storm we're about to get this week. Yeah, it was like that. It was just a rainy cloud, man. But anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, whatever. We're still in a hard market. Com- carriers still don't want to work. They don't want to play with us in California. Hey, but you know what's happening? I think we should make a t-shirt, but I don't know if we can. Have you seen that people keep using that same wording for now everywhere across the board? Another one buys dust. Yep. <laughs> or the the one about nationwide. Nationwide is by your side, except in California. <laughs> that one's so good. I love it. Um, but one thing that it has given rise to is um, a lot of insurance agents always had a side hustle, and now it's given rise to even more side hustles. And you know, I asked Carlos, I'm like, well, what is a side hustle to you? Because sometimes people think like, well, if I start doing taxes as a side hustle, whereas me coming from um, the insurance agency side in terms of like servicing non-standard, uh, that's a multi-service location. It's not a side hustle. Well, I think people call it side hustle because it's not their main focus on making money. It's just any extra, it's considered side hustle. Sure, but if you're also... I'm speaking from the streets. I know you're all corporate and everything, but... <laughs> I'm speaking well, I'm- <laughs> from the streets. Taxes is a side hustle. <laughs> but it did... Then it, it brought up the top, topic of DMV services, right? Because just... Um, well, I, I will say this morning, but you'll listen to this podcast a week later... Um, I forgot what I was going to say. So now you're going to say, well, in this podcast, well, last week, because technically we forward... Yeah, I get it. Well, anyway... Um, in the agency management system that I work for, uh, we sent out a notification to all of our users that asked them whether or not they're taking advantage of the feature of creating free registration leads within the system, especially because right now times are tough. Economy's hard in insurance, right? And the reason why I did that is because during the shutdowns pandemic went before the world realized that insurance actually falls under financial services and is essential. Um, most of my agents that were doing great during shutdowns were super focused on DMV services. And that's registration renewals, title transfers. Uh, and then people had trucks and, you know, everything related to DMV services. That's where their money was coming in from. And they realized that what used to be their side hustle, if you will, their passive income actually became a great revenue stream for them. It's still not their main thing, no matter what. Uh, every insurance agent I talk to say, insurance is where it's at, man. It, when it's down, I have other things to help me stay afloat, but that's where it's at. But I, you know, there are a lot of ways that agents have been surviving and thriving. But this is, the, okay, let me stop you there real quick. This is why we say the insurance industry is amazing. Here's why. Mm-hmm. We're going through a hard market. I get it. 
how are we all surviving though? Mm-hmm. Like right now, like wh- how, like how are we still in business? We can't write shit. So how are you still keeping your Dude, doors open? Why? There's nothing more fucking resilient than an insurance agent, man. Nothing. They're so innovative and resourceful. Right, but what keeps coming in every month? Exactly. Your residuals. Yeah. This is what we've been talking since day number one. I know for a lot of new agencies, it's a little different because your renewals probably haven't hit or they're barely to start You're hitting. aching for that 13th month. Right. But <laughs> but for those of you guys who have been in the game for a couple of years now, now you're realizing like, dude, like, Thank it, God. yeah, in the hard market where we can't write any business, at least in personal lines, you're still getting those commissions checks in. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that if you are a solid producer and you are selling in this hard market at those higher premiums. You're an idiot. You're, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're making even more money. The right. growth has probably been pretty exponential. But what it has also done is giving you the freedom to say, you know, I kind of did always want to get into taxes or DMV services or oh, you mentioned some people are doing mobile car washes. I mean, the, the, the opportunity Whatever. is huge because look, one, you can't sell insurance. So you got a service, right? Sure. So the, the thing is, is like, guys, me personally, like, I will tell you this. When the pandemic happened, obviously in the school business, it was a little shaky, right? But we still hung in there for a little bit. But it gave me, okay, I'm not as busy. So what can I do? Well, it was a time to learn how to make shirts. It was time to learn how to how to edit videos mm-hmm. and take classes. So you start learning a lot of different ways where now you can actually do other things for your business or for other people where you can actually make some money too. Yeah, residuals are coming in, paying you to go expand. Yeah. Like, learn something, evolve. And I get it. Some of you are like, well, yeah, but I still have a lot of staff. Hey, I totally understand. And it, they unfortunately, if you don't have enough residual coming in to support all of that staff. You probably had to lay some people off for a little bit, but you know, they can also be rallied to learn other services. You can also um, ask them like, Hey, what else can we do? This is a perfect time to engage your staff and some say, people, what can we do? Some agencies that have learned that I've actually have taken the step to actually learn and incorporate HR yeah. to provide for their commercial clients. Mm-hmm. So besides insurance, let's, let's help you out with HR services. Or payroll services. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah, we also do what you were talking about, the DNV. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is a hard market, but, okay, let's really say what Vera was saying earlier off air. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, okay, if I, we're in a hard market, get over it. It's get done. It's it. like, it's there's nothing we can do. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, make, like not make it. It's here. It's It's happening. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. And be proactive. Right. Because, for example, um, there's an individual that has had been with Progressive for seven years. Just say his name or her name. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) And they received a letter that said, we will not be renewing your commercial auto policies because it is an acceptable risk. It is an unacceptable risk due to the fact that this program doesn't exist in California anymore. People have been receiving those letters way in advance. Mm -hmm. Be proactive now. Because it takes a long time to get the quotes back right now. Yeah. So instead of wallowing in your misery and your sadness, just keep busy. Because if you do close out with another company, it's going to be, what if the price was six thousand, it's at least going to be eight thousand dollars now. Right. So you're making more money, and they need it. If it's a business, they need the coverage. Right. Look and at it as a way to make more money without even having to work that hard. It's so hard that people 
can't see it. I mean, what makes you think like, I mean, when people, I think people are using the whole market, hard market as, and I was saying this earlier, as an excuse of why we're the, like where they're at right now. Totally. Like, oh, how come you're not selling more? How come you're not doing this? And oh, we're in a hard market and, you know, companies are not selling. Like, really? That's your excuse? You know, I, and you see it more in, in specific cultures like, uh, no, no, I don't have any money or no, I can't do that or, ah, oh, we're really down right now. And you're right. It, this justifies saying that. But then, you know, I got to say it. Some of my white agency friends are, are killing it. <laughs> you couldn't say the Hispanic ones in the beginning, but then you're definitely the white people are killing it. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, crucify me if you will. But the fact is, like, it's a different mindset. There's, you got to get rid of that scarcity mindset. You got to say, like, this, this blows, but I'm going to take advantage of it. Right. And we have a lot of really dear friends that have super taken the time right now, especially to crank out their other businesses that they do. And they use insurance, uh, you know, to support that business. They know it's going to come back, but they also thought ahead and have always been diversifying themselves. Yeah. In order to not like using what they get from insurance to create other businesses. Yeah, I agree. To buy property. But you know what's also crazy? Though? How long have we been talking about this hard market? Forever. I'm okay, so let's not be okay. Let's be a little bit more specific. Forever means forever. Forever. <laughs> Maybe four months. Okay, four or five months. Yeah. Tell me why I'm barely seeing some agents who are in the game for a long time, agency owners. And just the other day, I think two days ago, I saw her go live and letting people know uh, that we're in a hard market, that we just got into it. And this, it's like, where huh? the hell? Yeah. Where like, have you been exactly. The, the hard market actually started last year. Yeah. If not right before that, because we're just talking about personal lines, California, like um, there have been carriers uh, on the East Coast. It's been going on for a while. Those storms that that rip through uh, communities. I mean, the carriers are like, we don't want to touch that anymore. By the way, people, ENS is through the roof. If you don't know what ENS. OK, I was going to tell you, please explain. Go look it up. For everybody else. Surplus, like non-admitted carriers will want your business all day long. They don't have to play nice in California with like with the commissioner. So let's I mean they have to be legit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, they they will. So um had a meeting with a homeowner company and um and I was asking them I, I and again I've never talked to them before but I just finished talking to them and I asked them hey so how's your program doing? They're like oh we're great doing fine we're actually profitable you know we don't really need to do any rate Mm -hmm. increases i was like really but then he finally i was like so how is that and he said well we're in ens market Mm -hmm. oh okay now for those of you guys who remember going back in time in school okay so there's carriers that are admitted and there's carriers that are not admitted admitted carriers have to follow California regulations in the code here, okay? And being an admitted company, since they comply with all these rules and regulations and laws in California, you as a resident licensed agent of California, you actually can work with admitted companies. That's why you get licensed, right? Now, there's other carriers out there that says, you know what? Yeah, we still want to sell in California. We just don't really want to be part of that whole regulation stuff. So they're going to come into California as a not admitted company, they right? They want to deal with our bullshit. Exactly. 
Okay, they do not need to follow the regulations or anything. They're still going to do good business or anything. It's just yeah. it, it, the, the example I give people is this: just because you have a business in California doesn't mean you you your corporation is from California. You probably incorporate somewhere else because you just don't want to deal with the bullshit here. Now it's very similar there. So he was telling me that that they're a non admitted company. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, great, ENS, right? Now here's the thing, because I know some people's like, well, if you're have a resident license here in California, you could only sell with admitted companies. How can we sell with not admitted companies? Right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't. So how does this work? Well, you have to go through a middle person. Mm-hmm. And these middle person know, are known as surplus lines brokers. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, these surplus lines brokers are actually the, the only ones who are authorized to work with not admitted companies. So they're the middle person. So you you call up your surplus lines broker they deal with the non-admitted company. The non-admitted company deals back with the surplus lines broker and communicates with you. Okay? Very straightforward. So when I was talking to this homeowner company, right, and uh, insurance company, I was like, oh, well, who's your surplus lines broker? Well, this is where it was like, oh, this was smart. They became their own surplus lines broker too. Mm-hmm. So you're not really dealing with any other. It's all in-house. Yeah. So... That's why they're killing it, and they don't really have to deal with all the bullshit that's going on here. Yeah. And I really believe more and more, we're going to start seeing more and more carriers go into that side of it. I also believe that there are some insurance, well, I've talked to one in particular, that is working to create something where- Don't tell about our idea. (laughs) They're working to create something that's going to just take everything on because nobody else wants it and because there's a need and they want there there are more agents now trying to come out with things that actually benefit you as the agency owner and the producers versus only the consumer of course they'll abide by the rules but they will play in the non-admitted sphere and they will find ways where there's the communicate. They see now how poorly the communication was with the, the producers. And they they really want to put you guys on a pedestal. Right. We're the ones that make the market happen. Someone asked me the other day, do you think insurance will ever go away in California? Well, funny you mentioned that, Carlos, because I literally was just reading a book that said that in 2006, an executive, Lloyd's of London, predicted that due to climate um, change and oil and peak oil um, issues that at some point insurance will become non-existent. But what I believe that means is that we will like individually as states, potentially they'll have to figure out what the hell they're going to do with their, with their risks. I think we're still a long way until that happens the same way where remember internet was so huge. Mm -hmm. And I was just reading an article that, I mean, sooner than sooner than we think, internet is going to be just free. Yeah. And here's why. I mean, again, this goes back to me falling into a rabbit hole, <laughs> right? How does everybody keep track? How does everybody know your business through the internet now? Mm. And if you're that one person who can't afford internet, they're going to be like, nah, don't worry. We got you. We need to know where you're at. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like the it's Yelp pages. Remember, it would just like fall on your doorstep? Yeah, I agree. And I didn't it was ask just, for it. It was crazy, though, because, like, my daughter has a phone. But one of the main reasons she got a phone is because I need to know where you're at. Mm-hmm. I need to track your ass. And it's free for her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Until she gets a job, she needs yeah. to start paying that but bill. But, see, 
I mean, we can rabbit hole because then I'm going to be like, dude, that's Big Brother Hella watching now. You know what <laughs> I, mean? I mean, they already know everything that you do before you even know it. Right. The, per- the, the scary proverbial they, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see where it goes. But I think this company and I and, and again, um, I've I've known about ENS markets, but not so much in personal lines. It was always more on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think we're going to start seeing a huge change and we're going to start seeing some ENS market coming into the personal lines game. Yeah. At least, at least maybe by the middle of next year, we'll start seeing something. Mm-hmm. And that's, and again, that's in case like this shit doesn't start getting better. Hey, if you're a carrier listening to this and you're in that sphere, let's have a conversation. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hook me up. Give me a point in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. And, and because of this marketing, how many people have called the school and says, Hey, you guys know anybody who's appointing? I need to get appointments. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I mean, everyone and their mother needs appointments, man. Right. Right. But you know what? How do you think the East Coast is taking this right now? They're hurting too. It's not like it's a a lot like us or just. I mean, there's some states that are hurting, and you know, in parts of some states that zip codes are shut down. Um, It's it really isn't just California anymore. I think there are some other states that we just don't pay attention to. Um, You know, there's places that get like Indiana, Arkansas. They get hit with crazy weather that we just don't understand right so but we're so consumed with thinking about california that we don't realize that across the nation if not the world there are insurance carriers are making drastic changes i agree like i i'm not one of those like climate change doomsayers or anything but it the weather is causing a problem climate is causing a problem and um we insurance needs to react to it I still can't grasp the whole climate thing. I get it. I know what you're saying. And I can see what you're saying. But I just, and to me, I'm just not 100% sold on it yet. Well, no, I'm, you don't need to get into the politics. I'm still on the Area 51. I'm sure. still on the lasers hitting. But you Hawaii don't, you don't need just... to get into the politics of it. Just think of the, the actual physical things that you can see. No, I know. Insane I'm, I'm, wildfires. Crazy storms, tornadoes. I still that's, think that's all that's being weather. I still, yeah, but I still think those weathers and the fires are being created by someone. Okay, fine, but it's still impacting <laughs> insurance. I agree. I that's agree. what I'm saying. Is that that is a huge impact? Uh, carriers are not just like, oh, the auto industry is destroying us. It's not just that. It's just devastatingly true that people lose everything and big payouts have to occur. No, I agree. I, I'll agree with you on that. And that's why it's very important going back to how we started was like, guys, I really hope that you guys see this as an opportunity because one thing, okay, and I, and I will bring up the school on this part is that you guys used to always say, oh, I am too busy to learn a new line. I'm too busy it's to go to class. It's too far for me to drive. Right? You know, now what is your excuse? Number one. Number two, I really hope it opened up your eyes. I mean, to be quite honest with you guys, like – like starting a side hustle, whether is hey, I'm gonna make T-shirts for my agencies, or I'm gonna create this. I'm gonna start making cups. I mean, here's the one thing: you are you are developing a skill for yourself and your agency when things get better. Earlier today, I was talking shit to to Vera on uh, on IG. Shocker, right? And telling her it's like, damn, you know, you can't even post like that for us, this and that. I mean, because she shows everybody love except for us. At insurance after dark. Whatever. Right. <laughs> but she said, nah, fool. She's like, well, she didn't say fool, but she's like, nah, now that I got Chachi, uh, uh, 
AI. AI. I, I don't know. People could use chat GPT, but they might use other stuff too in AI. She said, it's a lot easier now. So now that they've learned how to use this, she's now saying, oh, it's more posts are coming, this and that. Because it's like before you would hire someone mm-hmm. or do all this. But now there's so many things out there growing, guys. Don't get left behind. Yeah, I've actually, um, thankfully, a very amazing friend of mine, she schooled me on how to use chat gbt and other ai um, has she showed you how to share <laughs> <laughs> that's good um so now i've been able to create a lot of content however i will say i'm still not sharing very 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 aware mind you how many berries i said how homogenized the content becomes <laughs> that means can you like <laughs> you're already looking at me like don't worry carl i'm gonna break it down to you <laughs> that was an SAT word. it just becomes uniform it becomes the same as everything else and so i utilize it knowing what my messaging is and then i i create the skeleton or the the in the structure and then i tweak it in my own words i would never just copy paste and if you're doing that you're ridiculous because you're gonna it, just wait give it a couple of months and you guys start to get sued no as, <laughs> as bad as like all those videos that you see on ig and tiktok they're all the same thing right and the messaging is going to be all the same and you're going to be doing the same thing you do now saturating and saturating the market with more noise nobody gives a shit about you because i can't tell you from tim Do- dick or harry tom dick or harry yeah, that's my – thank you for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> but, no, you're right. And 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 that's the thing, guys. Look, Vera, if you know her, you know she don't like to share shit. But she's super busy. Yeah. Seriously. Um, So for her to say, oh, I've we're doing this and we're posting more, like, I mean, how? Well, she's using AI, but she took the time to learn – you know, all these different tools. And and I really highly recommend you guys do the same thing. Take advantage. Right now that's slow and you're maintaining. Maybe, okay, maybe you're not making all this money, right? Yeah. But it's the time to learn. Learn. I mean, honestly, guys, I don't even care if you side, side hustle of cutting fruit and selling on the corner. Whatever. Dude, those guys make a lot of money. I know they do, actually. The other day I asked them, hey, you got change for 20? That fool pulled out a lot. I was like, <laughs> you hiring? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's these two young men that um, come to uh, around my mom where my mom's neighborhood is. And they, um, they park their van, like, in another cul-de-sac, and then they bring their cart out, and they sell, sometimes it's elote, sometimes it's raspado, whatever it is, two young Corn guys, and man. shave ice for those Americans who didn't yes. understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> es- esquite oh, yeah, and esquite. raspado. <laughs> and, um, yes, corn and shaved ice. Um, and they go around, and they make a killing. At the end of the yeah. day, I'm like, what? damn, guys. And they're like, yeah, I mean, it's summertime. People, you know, we don't want to go work for, like, a, a McDonald's uh, yeah. or anything. So we just decided to do this. And our parents gave us a little bit of money to, like, buy the stuff. And now we just go out. That's it. Before they go back to school. Exactly. They made a ton of money just you, having fun. You know what's crazy? You know what another side hustle I've seen people do mm. is the candy, the chamoy candy. Yeah. Dude, it is blowing up. Even to the point where you're being asked to go to parties to cater to stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. Or the mi- little mini pancakes. Yeah. Oh, you seen those? Those are so bad. I made mini pancakes. They're so good. Yeah, but they're so, I mean, man, you try to lose weight. You try to get in shape. And then the mini pancakes come in. You're like, ah, oh, you can't just have one. Because, you know, you start <laughs> counting like five of them a week. Well, one, I can have one full. And then they're like, all right, cool. And then they add all the toppings. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You just can't. And then you had tacos before. Oh, wow. That's a lot of food. Well, that's what I'm saying. But these are all the different side hustles. There's a lot. 
You know, and it's crazy. And another one that I've seen besides the candy is that certain certain agents out there, and I know a few, okay, and you know who I'm talking about when you listen to this, they're DJs. Oh, yeah. You totally. know you like that, huh? I mean, who could? Look. I mean, to have music in the background. <laughs> While you're talking. Yeah, while you're talking. I mean, it's it's dope. I mean, it people is. love music. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you need insurance for your quinceanera. Hey, I'm also a DJ, too. Yeah, that's that's right. You and know everyone loves quinceaneras. Right? There's drama. There's drinking. But on the side hustle part, I mean, you do your insurance during the day. You go set up and do the DJ. You do, I mean, you do what you love. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I'm... Um, uh, the other day, we were, I was talking to Olivia, and and a long time ago, you mentioned this to me. I mean, I know what he does as far as with uh, uh, with owners and businesses and all that, but he also loves music. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, how great is to do what you love doing, but more than once. You're also mm-hmm. passionate about music and do that. And if you can get an income out of it, then... I think the, the difference, uh, or the hard part that people have getting over it is like, don't think of it as a hobby, Think of it right. as a, a, it's your it's your passion that you turn into a profession. So like, um, Olivia's a good example. He he has what he has with Y Story, but he's also a music producer, and he doesn't just say I only do this on the weekends. It's it's not a hobby. He's also a stunt double for John Wick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not a hobby. It's something that you actually physically dedicate time and effort to throughout your day. But you know what? I think that some people want to go ahead and do side hustle in times like this to make some extra income, but they don't. You want to know why? Mm. Because they feel that they're going to be putting this in the back burner and it'll go away. Insurance. I I mean maybe. Don't knock it though. Like it, maybe it's your calling to do something else. Yeah, or maybe insurance is what provides you the opportunity to move forward in the next part of your life. Also, oh my god, dang, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, all we're gonna end with is if you got time to burn, you got time to learn. Oh, I thought you were gonna say churn. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> okay, because yeah. What are you waiting for? You got nothing else to do. Right. Seriously, it's not like you're selling out on home shit. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but, guys, I would love to know more if you have a side hustle for a couple of reasons. One, we always have events. Hey, how dope would it be to have a chamoy or a pancake? Oh, my God. Insurance agent DJ. Or Well, yeah. But besides that, imagine, you know, you're coming out of the break from a class that we're doing on Lunch and Learn and the little pancakes are ready to roll. Yeah. Dude, hit me up. If you guys have any, I would love to know. I would love to support an agent mm-hmm. that actually does it in the side hustle. Let me know. I'll bring you in. And I mean, we have partners at the school. Not insurance after dark yet. It's another topic and story we'll talk about <laughs> next year. But... Um, they sponsor. I mean, lunch, uh, lunch, and all this. I would love to bring in one of those people. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. See? New ideas. Hey, by the way, we still have it out there that if you wanted to use the school for um, an event, and if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to our, our was last epi- no two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm amazed no one has hit me before up with that. time runs out for real. And I call you out because I know who needs it. All right, that's it. We're yeah. out. Till next time.